Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to episode three of Insufferable. This is take two because Liza didn't plug in her microphone. I'm not a professional. So last week we were like, oh my God, it's such a good idea to have Sue's notes at the beginning of every episode. And I'm like, this is going to be great. Like she's going to give us feedback and whatever. And so we asked for her notes for the last episode and she was like, it was good. You guys sounded more researched and that's it. Yeah, like, I can't work with that. I know. I need criticism. I, I didn't even want criticism on us specifically. I just wanted some kind of, like, input about the stories. So anyways, Sue doesn't have notes this week, except for good job. That's literally what I wrote on my notes. Like, Sue's notes, good job. So we will keep you posted if she has future notes. But as of now, not so much. Should we just get into the insufferable things? Or do you have... Like, I've just had a boring day. I'm doing finance stuff, which is like... Well, it's not really... Really your it thing. is the absolute worst. I hate it so much. I don't want anything to do with it. And I literally texted mom at, in the middle of looking at like expenses and you know, all that stuff. And I'm like, mm-hmm. do you want to be my bookkeeper? It's the perfect little job for her. A little job for little Sue. I just want you to know that I have my shit together because I just got back from the grocery store and unpacked my own reusable bags. Okay. So you know what? And I'm happy that you brought up the bags because... Because you're not done. You're not done I'm yet. not fucking done because I am so riled up. When I posted the thing on my Instagram stories, I was like, oh, who do you guys agree with? Like, blah, blah, blah. Kathy came into my DMs and she was like, this is why I guess the plastic bag, I guess there was like an actual like law or something with Mm -hmm. regard to plastic bags in place, Mm -hmm. which is why places can't use plastic bags. So apparently that has been overturned because they now realize that it's a fucking disaster with the reusable bags. And also she was like, fuck getting the individual person. This is what always happens. It's like recycle, do this, do this. It's like, how about companies don't put 40 pounds of plastic on their packaging? Don't get me started because Mike, like I'll throw like a can and like I'll probably get, we're probably gonna get canceled again because I threw a can an aluminum can, I think it's made of aluminum, into the garbage, okay? Because I'm cleaning my kitchen. Like, I don't have time yeah. to walk outside on the on the deck and, like, toss it into the bins. It's minus 20 outside. Like, no, I'm just cleaning up quick. It went in the garbage. And then Mike, eh? You have to rinse that. Like, it should be here. Like, sort it. Do this. Do that. I'm like, that will not even make the slightest difference. Yeah. And I could recycle every recyclable piece of everything in this house and it still won't make a difference. Yeah, a thousand percent. I honestly, I think it's such a conspiracy and the focus is always taken away from big business. Oh yeah, away from the money. I'm sorry, I have to pay for a bag now. Like how about these massive billion dollar businesses just offer me a paper bag? And Kathy made a good point as well. She was like, the majority of people use those plastic bags. Like remember the good old days where you go do groceries? You use it for your garbage. You use it 
it for like all kinds of things. She's like, so now I have to pay for all these different plastic bags to put my garbage in and stuff instead of just... Oh, that's even... She went next level. I have just not had a bag in my bathroom garbage for years. And now I have to jiggle the garbage over my big garbage. And there's always like Q-tips left, like stuck in there and like annoying because I'm not buying a tiny plastic bag to put in my bathroom I know, garbage but like I make refuse. it make sense also somebody else messaged me saying that a reusable bag has to be used a thousand times for it to even make sense with regard to being more environmentally friendly yeah and I mean if most people are doing what you're doing the world's over yeah but also with the recycling I don't think people realize that like you were saying majority of stuff gets thrown out because it's not cleaned Mm -hmm. properly think about like a can of tomato sauce like how hard it is to get all the crust of the tomato sauce off peanut butter all the things people run boiling hot water for like seven minutes to clean this peanut butter jar what about the water that you just spent trying to clean this stupid container that when they take it it's going in the garbage anyway do you know what else what i always think about we should do a whole fucking episode on recycling dad in on this he knows literally okay so you know how you order something from amazon and it comes in like one of those paper envelope things and it's set it has like the recycling symbol on it but can you really recycle that because there's a massive fucking plastic sticker on it with my address and everything We need to go to a recycling plant. No, there's so much information that people need to know when it comes to recycling. And we're all just like clueless throwing stuff in our recycling bin and ends up probably just getting thrown in the garbage. Oh, So many things you think are recyclable that are not like wrapping paper, not recyclable. I wouldn't even have tried in a million years to recycle that. Wrapping paper? Never in my life have I even thought to recycle that. I'm sure some people are like, oh, it's paper. No, it's not. Like there's like a- I don't even recycle paper. Sorry, people. Oh Uh, my God. I don't even really use, who uses paper that much? Yeah, it's true. When I go to the mail and I grab the newspaper and it's like all just stupid flyers, garbage. Oh my God, guys. Okay. um... I'm sorry, but when you live in Northern Ontario, yeah, go ahead. Take those newspapers, put them in your recycling bin outside. Okay. Let the snow collect on top. Let it wet all the newspaper then it's gonna freeze to the bottom of your recycling <laughs> That's bin so true. and then you're gonna have freezing cold hands trying to pick off the, this <laughs> freaking newspaper out of your recycling bin like no screw it That's it's so, not happening that is so true okay anyways this was not supposed to be a topic but let's get into our actual insufferable because mm-hmm. i don't have anything like fun to say i've just kind of been like a loser this week why do i have three i have three listed you have three well yeah. i really wanted to talk about the tonsil stones okay well so let's yeah. get into that because that that was a thing yeah okay so liza texts me yesterday about tonsil stones were you asking me to ask pre how to get it out yeah okay yeah and i was like well he's operating today like kind of has bigger things to deal with but when he gets home i will ask him because pre has had some in the past i had never heard about them before until pre had one so liza's like yeah we were talking about it she sent me a video of her little stone by the way is it still there okay so i was like fiddling trying to like push 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 with like that pimple popper tool Uh. And I was like going at it, going at it. And then my, I think it's the tonsil, was getting all red. And they said like if it starts bleeding, it can get infected. It, It could be like a real issue. So I just stopped playing with it. So I haven't even looked 
to see if it's like still hanging out. But is it bugging you? Not really. And even yesterday, it was like the odd swallow. It would feel like a needle, just like, deek. Yeah. But I messaged my friend that's a dental hygienist, the same friend that set me the ball when I had my period, funny enough. Mm -hmm. And she said it could be, but it doesn't really look like that. Like it doesn't look like a true stone. All the ones on TikTok are like white. Yeah, I know. And it didn't like move around. It more, it looked like encapsulated. Yeah, like it was stuck in the skin. Maybe it's like, you know, when you get a little like a canker or something. Yeah, maybe. But it wasn't sore to poke at. Yeah, that's weird too. like it's really weird like i have no idea maybe it's a skin tag maybe i'm talking too much and i got a skin tag in my vocal cords unlikely can that happen unlikely if you jibber jabber too but is that where your vocal cords are is well i mean no no where are the vocal cords vocal cords are like more in your throat and they kind of like open and close like this what i'm talking about is like this so the dangly thing is here uvula yeah and then the tonsil tissue is like around it pre had to explain to me what tonsils even were because i my whole life had thought it was the uvula thing you thought your tonsils were the hanging punching bag when people would say i got my tonsils removed i legit thought they took off that hangy thing the dangler (laughs) also like what is that dangly thing for I don't know, but I can tell you right now that when I was pregnant and I was told I have a really fat tongue uh-huh. because I couldn't breathe, remember? Yeah. I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I want mine removed. Like, get that thing, whatever that dangly, like, get it out because it's just taking up space and making me, like, choke on my own throat. I wonder if that has anything to do with snoring. Absolutely. The dangly thing? Oh, I don't know about the dangler, but... Like, is there ever a world in which somebody gets that dangly thing removed? There must be. Like, what is it for? Anyways, okay, hold on. Uh, Mom's gonna be like, why don't you Google it? How do you even spell uvula? U-V-U. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got it, I got it, I got it. So it's a fleshy extension at the back of the soft palate, which hangs above the throat. What's the purpose of it? The primary- oh, so swallow, that's my no, guess. No, is to secrete saliva to moisten your mouth and throat, but it also aids in eating and drinking. Interesting. Is it muscular? I don't know. But it's weird to think that saliva- Comes out of is it? Is produced at the back of your throat, because wouldn't you be like- <laughs> You know what I mean? No, I think you probably just swallow. I guess, but... Because when I was digging at that thing, like big goops of like goopy saliva was coming. Like I could pull it out. That's probably from your sinuses. The goopsters? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my sinuses are atrocious. I feel like both my nostrils are like the tiniest little straws that I have to like breathe through. Oh my God. But when you pull like this and like really like get it open. It's amazing. And like there's people walking around breathing like this every day. I know. And honestly, all the time, like if you listen to my stories on Instagram closely, you probably hear how bad my sinuses are. Like sometimes I'm like, like this is me breathing in everybody. Oh yeah? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So check yourself before you wreck yourself. Nice fresh air. Oh, the best was I'm trying to, I'm pregnant. And like, so for anyone that doesn't know, I gained probably like 80 pounds in my pregnancy. And turns out I was diagnosed with sleep apnea. I couldn't breathe. Anyways, every cute little video I like try to take of like my belly or like whatever we were doing. (laughs) All you hear in the background of the video is... So here I can't I can't send the videos to anybody because it's just me recording like uh even when Poppy was a baby like it ruined all Poppy's baby's videos. Ugh. I'm 
the freaking worst. Yeah, you're laughing because you got some of those videos and you're probably like, ooh, gotta mute that one. Listen to the difference. Okay, without my pinky fingers extending my nose. With my pinky fingers extending my nose out. Okay, let me try. Let me try. Without my pinky fingers. With my pinky fingers. Insane. I know. Insane. And like, there's people out there just walking around. They have no idea how good they have it. They can just breathe out of their nose. Like, even when I was an athlete, I'd be like playing basketball. I was... Remember they tell you like breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth, in yeah. through your nose. No, I can't because I can't get any air in my That's nose. That's in yoga. It's always like breathe in through your nose. I'm like, I will, but I'm gonna oh disrupt God, I sound the whole like class. a banshee when I'm doing <laughs> yoga. <laughs> oh my god. So tonsil cool. So let's move into my insufferable topic. So I put out this video that was about the frozen chicken breasts. So Pri and I usually like for the longest time, I would only use fresh meats because frozen meats just like irked me. But we're trying to be people that cook more dinners. And so it's just a lot more convenient to have frozen things on hand. So you're not like constantly having to go to the grocery store. So anyways, I'm like, I'm going to take three chicken breasts out of the freezer, put them in the fridge and make something. But then the next day we ended up making something else and then I forgot and then it was like three days later and these chicken breasts are thawed in the fridge but I'm like what's the rules like if you freeze meat and then you take it out of the fridge to thaw it and you don't use it the day it's thawed how long does it last for like it was well, just I think it depends on what the expiry is when you put it in the freezer like sometimes I don't think it does well yeah it's the but think about the it if you buy a, a bag of frozen chicken breasts from Costco there's like 10 in there those are flash frozen at the time that they're butchered like okay. that's completely different than it's been raw and then right. you freeze it at home yourself yeah and then you thaw it that's a whole different story okay so that's different um so if you were in my situation what I I know you would probably just be like, I would just eat it. But like, what's the rule then? I would say that the like when it thaws out completely, it has to be cooked within that 24 hours after. Okay. That, that would be my rule. Because then mom was like, it would probably take like, let's say you take fully frozen chicken breasts, put them in the fridge. It's going to take almost 24 hours mm-hmm. for it to fully thaw Mm-hmm. anyways so you don't count that first day basically as it being thawed because it takes a long time for it to thaw yeah so but so many people are like three days five days like nobody fucking knows yeah because at the end of the day when you cook that chicken to the right temperature it, you're probably gonna be okay probably you're like the biggest concern would be the salmonella if you're not cooking the chicken to the right temperature like it's it's not as big of a deal if it's in your fridge and it thawed out like if it's not stinky and rank okay so everyone's everyone's response is like smell it just smell it just smell smell it smell Smell. first of all (laughs) oh yeah i can really fucking smell that like real good sniffers on us yeah just smell it to see if the meat is bad okay first of all i don't trust my sinuses like i i just don't trust them like i have sinus issues i am not comfortable being like your sense of smell is going to determine whether or not you're going to be sick after eating this or not like i just don't Mm. want to put that on my sinuses right number two it's almost like there's going to be a process from the meat being good to eat Mm. to bad to eat where the smell is not strong enough for the human nose to detect it but that's not going to make you sick. And we learned that over hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. That's why people are like, just smell it. You're going to know. Like, you're a human. We okay. figured it out when we lived in caves. Well, then, let me move on to my next fucking point. <laughs> okay. 
what the fuck does good chicken smell like? Because as far as I'm concerned, every time I've smelled a chicken breast, it fucking smells bad. Have you smelled a rank one? Maybe not. Maybe that's what I need to do is just like let one sit out and smell it. So I know the difference because it's like... You gotta experience it. Yeah, like all chicken, especially if they're like sealed, Mm. you know, like Mm. you open up the plastic, you're like... Like, it's disgusting. It's not a perfume, but it doesn't smell rotten. So now I'm turned off from even the good chicken breast. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't want to fucking smell it. Yeah. Because it's I gross. Mean, I'm like, okay, this stinks. Now I'm going to go cook it and eat it. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, well, it kind of, this kind of sounds like a you problem. And yeah, it is. Like, I don't know. I don't sniff. I don't really need to sniff the chicken. And like, I think it's hilarious that a minute ago you're like, well, we're getting into the trend of cooking frozen meats and we have yeah. frozen meats. Like, I've never not cooked something from frozen. Like, that's all our meat because if it's like eat tonight like with the big sticker on it it's on sale i'm like all right right into the freezer it's going cook that next week (laughs) i know we are like one thing about us is we spend way too much money on food and Mm. eating out we are the worst oh but i love going to your house because even when i was visiting i'm like up in my room like everyone's like asleep except pre's watching tv and I just fire a text to like the group message. I was thinking of ordering Thai. And Pri's like, oh yeah, what restaurant? Like this, that, like, <laughs> get on it. We had Thai food in like 15 minutes delivered to the house. Literally Uber <laughs> Eats. Like, oh my God, it's dangerous. Well, and you didn't have access to it for a while. Oh yeah. So then like once we moved to Guelph, it was just like we went buck wild. Like, oh, oh I'm still paying the debt from when we lived in Toronto. Oh, that was insane. The foods that people have access to in Toronto. Why would you ever cook? Why? You have authentic food from anywhere in the world in that city. You also have, because a lot of it is like, oh, it's not healthy to eat out. No. No, this is. There is so, like now Toronto has like Impact Kitchen. What's that one that I love? Kim and Cupford, Cupford and Kim, sorry. The Lebanese restaurant that was right around the corner from my house. Oh, what was that called? You were in Davisville, in case people are wondering. Oh, it was so good. The falafel. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Because is it called Taboule? Taboule. Yeah. Highly recommend. Highly so, recommend. I, know. I would never let never me down. cook. I would never cook mm. ever. Ever. Yeah. Well, we didn't, and now um, I still make payments every yeah. month <laughs> to the Uber Eats man. <laughs> yeah, to the Uber Eats man. Thank you. Uh, okay. Um. So that's my chicken rant, and I also had another point that as soon as you're even questioning whether something is good or not, and again, this is like a me problem because mm. I'm mentally ill. Mm-hmm. I will just think that I smell something or not trust myself. And then if I'm like, Pre, come smell this. And he's like, yeah, it's fine. I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah. And you would just throw throw it away or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And that's so, eventually what we did. Pre was like, there's no fucking way you're going to eat this. And I'm like, you're so right. Like you are, like, you know me, you get oh me. Oh my God. So Pre is like traumatized from the one time, like he like rarely goes up to my parents' place because he's always working. And usually when I go, it's like Pre's on call or something. So instead of staying home and Pre's busy in and out of the house, like I'll mm-hmm. just take Milo up north. Anyways, he's come a few times and one of the times we were barbecuing or something. It was in the summer and mom had buns for hamburgers Mm. and I'm like, mom, like these buns are not good anymore because there was mold on some of the buns and mom's like, just cut the mold off. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And Priya's like scarred for life. He's like, (laughs) 
like horrified. And when I was like having this chicken dilemma, I was like, hold on, I'm going to text my mom because I was debating whether or not to cook them. I'm like, I'm going to text my mom. He's like, she's going to just tell you to cut the mold off. (laughs) (laughs) I know. He's like, would he throw out like a brick of cheese if it had mold on it? Uh, That's a good question. I don't know. He is not like he doesn't eat leftovers. Like he's the worst. Absolutely crazy. I like leftovers are my favorite. If I can open the fridge and there's a full meal just waiting for me. Like I made chili on Monday. Like I ate it all Mm, week. Yeah. Lasagna soup that I made. Delicious. Yum. So anyways, um, so that's my little... Oh my God. Sorry. You know what What? just popped into my head? Remember when... So pre... We were at the property at our parents' house and we were sitting around the bonfire and I think the trailer was still there. Like there wasn't really anything built and we had those folding camping chairs and I'm sitting there, me and Pri were just talking, whatever. And then I looked down and there was like those uh, spider nests, like the white... Mm -hmm. Like a cotton ball or something. Yeah. Those are all over our house. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So that was on the chair. And so I looked at it and I just grabbed it with my fingers and, and like rolled it like crushed. <laughs> through it and his face like i thought oh he's never gonna talk to me again yeah i know he thinks so many things are like weird if i'm texting him babe there's a spider in my room like there's a spider in my room at nighttime mm. he'll like come up with the vacuum <laughs> oh my god i'm like just fucking get a tissue and squish it like why are you vacuuming the spider up like That's he's ridiculous. so oh my god he makes mike's laugh. family now they're always making fun of me because like if there's a mosquito or like a little ant or like whatever i'll just like crush it with my fingers yeah just like one of those (laughs) and then like go on about my day and mike's like well you're gonna wash your hands i'm like i didn't kill a cat with my bare hands like it was a mosquito or it was a spider or like whatever like it's gonna be okay like i wasn't handling raw chicken yeah every time we sit down to eat well did liza wash her hands or like i go to get something (laughs) did liza wash her hands Okay, before we move on to pop culture stuff, what do you call taking an apparatus, going to a snowy hill, and going down the hill on the apparatus? Sliding. Thank you. Because you're sliding down Thanks. the hill. Thanks. Mm. So many people are like, sliding, question mark, question mark. I'm like, here we fucking go again. Like, everything that I say, and I'm sorry, but it was really apparent when I went to school in Florida. People are like, what? Yeah. What are you saying? Like, mm. and I thought it was like an American Canadian, Canadian thing. No. No, it's Northern Ontario versus the world thing. Mike, being from Georgetown outside Toronto. I call that a a city slicker. Turns out Georgetown's like a farm town, but whatever. To me, that's like you're from Toronto. Yeah. So when I started dating him and his friends would come up and stuff and I'd just be like telling a story or talking or whatever. They're like, what "What is that? Like a pack sack? Yeah. Yeah, it's a pack sack. No, it's a backpack. No, it's a sack that you pack. Like it's a pack sack. (laughs) Oh. Snack pack in my backpack? Yeah. No, um, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, my friend, her husband's from Sault Ste. Marie, and she was mm. saying that he calls it sliding too. Yeah. Yeah. So I got so many messages, people from North Bay, Sudbury, like Sault Ste. Marie, who were like, we all call it sliding or GTing. And I'm like, yes. That's the actual thing you're sitting on. Yeah. But if I take a garbage bag to a hill, that's sliding. Yeah. Or oh, a crazy carpet. Sliding. I know. 
Mm. They say it's tobogganing. Sledding. Well, if you don't have a sled, that's not I know. sledding. Oh, I know. Boy. Oh, boy. I'm fired up. I know. It's so annoying. What do you call a big truck on the road? A transport? Uh-huh. Yeah. Americans don't know what that even is. What do they call it? A truck. Nobody else calls it a transport. What do you call the orange thing if you want to, like, save Pylon. a Pylon. They don't know what that is. What do they call it? A cone. No, a cone. You put ice cream in. I know. This is crazy. I've never heard these ones. Uh-huh. Oh, my goodness. Totally. For sure. Okay, I want to talk about the Golden Globes, so let's get into yours. I didn't even think to put Golden Globes as one of our pop culture things, so I'm happy that you put it in because I actually did watch it and I have so many thoughts. And in my mind, I was like, oh, it happened on Sunday. Like, it's going to be too late of like a thing, but no. It's good because there's still so much chatter about it. And, I've and let's heard... be honest, like we're not really on top of like the most timely news. I know, like I don't know what podcast. happened this morning. Like I've been trying <laughs> to figure out my finances, people. Like, I don't know. But, like some major event could have happened in yeah. pop culture and we're just like, yeah, so the Golden Globes last week. <laughs> um, okay, let's first talk about the host. I have oh, thoughts. My heart breaks. My heart breaks. Oh, okay, so you have like secondhand embarrassment, like you feel bad. Oh, I love him. Okay. I absolutely love him. Oh, this is interesting. He's like a very like nice person. Like I absolutely love him. And I just feel so bad that this happened. Okay. Here is my, like where I'm coming from. Okay. I have no clue who he is. Oh my Never God. even heard his name before. And my initial, like when the Golden Globes started playing and I was sitting on the couch, I was just like, oh, like don't know who this is. I assumed, yeah, like he's a comedian. I think I heard something previously like about him having a Netflix special. So like his name probably registered as a comedian, but I was like, oh, okay, he's hosting the awards. My first thought of him and just like the way he delivers at least at the Golden Globes, like the way he speaks and stuff, he's not likable. He's not. Really? Uh, yeah, 100%. Like to me, when I watched little clips, I didn't watch the whole thing. He seemed very nervous. Uh, yeah, fair I think enough. when the first, when the, whatever the first joke was that really bombed, I, after that, I think he was screwed. And yeah. like his delivery and everything was not him. He was like defensive. Yeah. And he was just trying to like get through it. I felt bad for him. I really okay. did. Because he, in his actual shows, like, he's hilarious. Okay, I do want to watch his special, for oh, sure. Watch the sleep apnea joke. Like oh, that's that, him! Yes! I feel like I've seen this joke, and you yeah, sent it I around. Sent it. It's yeah. my life. It's literally my life. Okay. Uh, so yeah. funny. Maybe Pre and I will do that tonight, is watch his special. But with regard to other hosts that have hosted award shows that I have liked, he has, like, a completely different, like, personality look to him like persona like Trevor Noah is very likable like mm -hmm. he opens his mouth and you're just like oh my god like I want to be his friend mm -hmm. this guy came out on stage and it was almost like he was I don't know if it's like arrogance or I don't know there was something about him that I was just like he's not very likable first of all the crowd like they're all assholes you know what I mean it's just like it's not like you're going out to perform to a typical audience at like a stand-up club yeah and everyone's prepared to get made fun of so they're already have their backs up yeah like I don't know if it's a good idea for the hosts of these award shows when there's celebrities and stuff like that 
make jokes that aren't making fun of people. Like, I know those are funny, but yeah. like, you must be able to come up with some material that's just going to make everybody laugh. And there's no like, but, you know? Yeah. Like, it just seems like, like too simple. Like punch up instead of punch down. Yeah. I know. And the fact that he had, like, I was looking at his Instagram or like I was reading an article or something and he had a picture of him and like a whole room of writers that mm-hmm. were working on all these jokes for this award show. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how did a lot of these jokes even get passed? Because they're not even good jokes. I mm-hmm. see where they're coming from. But at the end of the day, it's not like a stand-up comedy show. Like, this is an award show and they always want comedians to host these shows, but then they don't want the joke that comedians give. So it's like you have to have almost like a, not a dumbed down version of comedy, but dumbed down in the sense of it not being controversial or like stirring up. Do you know what I'm saying? Like Like just fluffy jokes. Fluffy. He did have some jokes that I thought were funny. Like the one about Ryan Gosling's eyes. Mm -hmm. He was like, I was like, I felt so embarrassed falling in love or whatever with a plastic doll watching Barbie. Ryan's eyes are just so like, I thought that was funny. And then they pan to Ryan and he's like giving him a death stare. I was like, what? Like, I thought that was funny. Yeah, I think the Taylor Swift joke was funny. It was like a joke that you would expect to hear for sure. Yeah. So like Taylor Swift, take the stick out of your butt and just go ha ha and move on. So apparently Claudia from the Toast is like the number one Taylor Swift fan in the world. And she will die on the hill that Taylor did not care about that joke. And that she just didn't even know it was going on. Like that she did not care at all. But then other people are saying like, no, she really cared. But that was not even that joke. I was kind of like, huh, yeah, whatever. So it's Friday now. If I was Taylor Swift and the world she doesn't put was... out anything, she doesn't put out anything ever. So she she just doesn't communicate. Not at all. She does not respond to anything. Nothing. And you know what? Good for her. That's no, the way I would live my life too. If I had the ability to give somebody a, a leg up because they're getting shit on because of me. I would do it. It's not because it of her. It takes one little message and just say, I wasn't you know feeling what? that at all. I didn't no. even know what was going on. And I'm going to stop you right there because you know what? Why isn't there pressure on Ryan Gosling to do the same thing? Sure. Yeah. Same thing. But all the media was talking about Taylor Swift. Yeah, because she's Taylor Swift. That's what I mean. Which is exactly why if I was Taylor Swift, I would be like, fuck, I'm not addressing any of this bullshit. Like the media can go fuck themselves. Yeah, but what about Joe Coy? He's fine. He's going to be fine. I'm just saying you could, with one sentence, you could, you could help that guy out a lot. No, I completely disagree. If I was Taylor Swift, I would not address, because then where do you draw the line? Well, they talk shit about her with regard to everything. But her not addressing it is addressing it because it's saying, yeah. No, it's not because she doesn't address anything. I don't know. If she were to be the kind of celebrity that puts out statements and like, oh my God, this and that and blah, blah, blah. First of all, that would be a full-time job. Second Mm. of all, then it would show that if she didn't put out a statement about Joe Coy, then it mattered to her. But the fact that she doesn't address anything ever says the opposite. She doesn't address anything. It just seems different because it's not about necessarily her. It's affecting Joe Coy. But literally, like, think about it. She has written songs about John Mayer. What's his fucking face? Jake Gyllenhaal. Harry Styles. Like, she just put out that new song that was all about Harry Styles. And people, like, asked Harry Styles. Like, it was, like, mayhem in pop culture. Like, people were losing their goddamn minds. And it it wasn't, like, a favorable song with regard to Harry Styles. Like, in his image, she didn't say shit. Yeah, but 
she wrote the song. She did that. She created that. Joe Coy was up there and obviously his career is not Taylor Swift's career. He's out there and he says this thing. All this media backlash comes because Taylor Swift's like rolling her eyes, having a drink, whatever. And instead of just saying like, whoa, no, like I love Joe Coy. Like like, there was nothing wrong with that joke or anything. Maybe she doesn't love Joe Coy. Well, then say that. No, she doesn't have to say fucking shit because she's Taylor Swift. At this point, I think Taylor Swift had a stick in her butt. Okay. I completely disagree. And you know what? Everyone in that fucking audience had a stick in their butts and they didn't like Joe Coy. They didn't like his comedy. Maybe Mm. it was like one of the first controversial jokes that he put out. Everybody had just like a bad feeling and they were like, fuck this guy. I don't even know why. Why it's controversial why is that controversial not that one his one of his first jokes was about oppenheimer versus barbie okay and the whole point of the barbie movie was how hard it is to be a female and like you're pigeonholed and all this stuff like that's the whole point of the the movie and his first joke was like oppenheimer is you know based on this like 721 page whatever i don't know his word for word but essentially saying there's there's a lot more gusto in oppenheimer than barbie yeah and barbie's about a plastic doll with big boobies that's what he said and everybody was like what and then he was like the big pivotal part of barbie is when she goes over into the other world where she has flat feet and cellulite so basically it's called character acting it was just the worst jokes ever considering who your audience is like are you fucking dumb like who at the golden globes even if he didn't write that joke Mm. who at the golden globes was like yeah we're gonna approve this this is Mm. good to go and you know what's funny is like margot robbie was one of the only people like when it panned to her when he was making these barbie jokes like ryan gosling was like and then Margot Robbie's like, like a big smile. I was like, oh. Yeah, like you just, it's a stupid joke. It is what it is. Like yeah. just chuckle and move on. Like get yeah. over it. No, I know. That's what I would do because of the type of person that I am. I am more concerned about how somebody else, like I will oh. go out of my way to try and make that person comfortable versus me being like, that's a fucking stupid joke. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you put someone on a stage or any sort of like yeah. where they're in front of a crowd, even in a class presentation, I will do whatever I have to do to make sure that person is 100% confident. <laughs> I know, I know. God, you're smart. I know, I know. And that's And if they start like really that. failing, I'll just have to leave. Because like I feel it in my gut. Like these like moments of embarrassment or like they're public speaking and they screw up or something. I will feel sick. Like yeah. I have to leave. I can't. Okay, so that's enough about Joe Coy. I look forward to watching his special. I um, recommend it's actually really funny. Yeah. So we went through photos from the red carpet of best dressed and worst dressed. I ke- I'm drinking carbonated beverage, so I keep like burping. Sorry. Yeah, um, solid choice. Solid choice. Yeah, it's great for podcast. So what were your faves? And I think one of ours, like one of my least favorites is on your favorite list, I think. Yeah, it is. And okay, so let me, can I give my opinion on your favorites? Yeah. Okay. So um, from Ozark, Julia Garner. Yeah. I love her. And that was one of my favorites too. I love. So cool. The cut is just so different. The, the classic blonde hair to the side. Love Where did it. you say she's from? Ozark. Ozark. Yeah, I couldn't remember the name of that show today, but yeah, I loved that show. Oh, sh- that's like Jason. One Bateman. of the best performances. Mm. Yeah. Him the aside, best. though, she crushed it. Yeah, she does. Okay, and then your next favorite was how do you say that name? Issa. Issa Ray. What's she from? She is from. Oh my God, what's it called? Insecure. Pri and I used to watch that show. It's really good. She's in Barbie. That's why. She's... Is she the president? Um, I think so. Cool. 
Anyways, I like the pattern on the dress. Like it was in one of my tops, but it didn't make the top three. The color is nice. Like it looks really nice on her with her skin tone. I don't know. I think I'm just really into sparkles, like sequins. Yeah, I noticed. Yeah. Mike even noticed. He's like, oh, shocker. She picked all the sparkly dresses. (laughs) (laughs) And you know who is in? Okay, you can tell my next one. Okay. Taylor Swift's. Yeah. Which. Incredible. Incredible. It's a green dress with spaghetti straps. No. Whoopty freaking do. The only reason you like that is because she's wearing it. Okay. I knew you were going to say that. Like, I knew you were going to say that. But. Yeah. Because everybody knows, Renee. No. But the fact that, like, her makeup was simple. Her hair was just, like, down and gorgeous. That dress, the color of it, obsessed. If that dress was not sequins and, like, black or, like, silver, like, just, like, a more. I wouldn't have picked it at all but i feel like i could go to le chateau and find this dress right now okay i don't even know if le chateau is open anymore i was just gonna say i'm pretty sure that closed in 1998 i could find it yeah this dress no i don't think so and also fuck you because i was gonna say selena gomez's dress looks like i could have got it at le chateau that's way too designery looking anyways i'm also considering who the person is yeah exactly that's why you picked taylor swift no, no, point. no. But yeah, Taylor Swift versus what she usually looks like. I'm usually not a fan of her on red carpets and like what she has on. So in my mind, like at the Golden Globes, I was like, oh my God, obsessed. Yeah, it's just a green dress with spaghetti straps. Anyways, I'll talk about my top three. So number one, and I'm still shocked that you didn't like it. It didn't even make your top three. It doesn't even make sense. It's by far the leader of all the dresses. She crushed it. Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. I had that in my top three and I took it off because I thought it was like a little bit simple, but I saw... Simple? No, did you see the TikTok of them making it? Yeah, but can you hear yourself? Taylor Swift is wearing a plain green dress, but that's good. But no, this... it's more so the cut of that, of Natalie Portman's dress. How Look it's at like, the cut of Taylor Swift's like dress. How it bells out. At least there's some movement and body there. Taylor Swift's is just like a tube with yeah. spaghetti straps. I know. Yeah. You're biased. You're you're wearing a filter. You need to take off your Swifty hat. Perhaps. But that was it. Like if we had a top four, Natalie Portman's was in my... No, no. Like she, to me, crushed everybody. Again. By far. Again, I'm also looking at just like the overall like style, the look. Like I don't like her hair pulled back. I loved Taylor's hair just like down and plain with that dress. It's, Mm. I'm looking at the whole thing. Yeah, me too. Interesting. So my second was Julia Garner in that silver stellar dress. Mm -hmm. And then my third was Margot Robbie. I loved the pink sequin with a V cut. I liked the little shawl, whatever you want to call that, blue food thing i liked it i like the color that was in she's there representing barbie yeah i know but like that was one of my least favorites it's such a like first of all the top of the dress looks like it doesn't even fit her properly the cut the neckline and like like it's just not everybody loves the deep v i do not like this dress at all like the color is so like awesome juvenile like i don't know i just like did not like it and the what's it called like the late not lace what's that material called yeah like the tool kind of boa like it just could have been so much better i know the vibe she's going for and i'm pretty sure like she has to wear pink to these award shows because she is barbie like it's probably part of her contract i swear to god but like it just could have been better i don't know i don't like it at all i liked it apparently she was like recreating 
reading one of the Barbies looks from like 1970 something. Oh, that's even cooler. I don't know. I just, I don't like it. It's hilarious that we we talk like they kind of had a choice. Like there's probably 15 people that dressed these women. Yeah. Right? And like they just put it on and went to the award show. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. Least favorites. Mm-hmm. So shocker. You had the Margot Robbie's as mm-hmm. one of your least favorites. I think we can agree. Billie Eilish. Yeah. Like what the fuck? And like, I understand like she's not, you know, like she's cooler than everybody. She like, you know, doesn't. What is cool though? Like when I'm looking at this picture, I'm not sure what cool is anymore. My whole thing about what she has on is I understand that you don't want to wear like a dress or like a gown. Like that's not your thing. And that's totally fine. But if you wanted to do more of like a long skirt with like the Mary Jane kind of shoe and like a blazer with a bow, a bow tie, like there's just... It could have been elevated to be more of like a award show vibe. Like this just looks like she's going to get coffee somewhere. Like it's not. Yeah, yeah. It's to me, it's the hair. Like Mike I, oh, I absolutely hate the hair. He just wanted me to mention that she's giving hardcore weird Barbie vibes. <laughs> Like the little spiky hair, the little red, like... Perhaps that was the... Maybe she's supporting Barbie. Yeah. Who knows? Perhaps. Anyways. And then your third uh, dislike was yeah. Selena Gomez. Like this is the worst dress in the world. It's not good. It's not good. It was not one of my favorites. That's for sure. It's a lot. It's too much. Like I hate the color. Like I I, I just don't like it. I yeah. hate the color. I hate the cut. I don't like red and black together ever. I find it really like aggressive looking. Yeah. Yeah. Not my fave. Okay. Your least three. Oh man. Yeah. So Ali Wong was one of them. Yeah. It's just too Did you basic. just get out yeah. of the shower and wrap yourself in a towel? That's what yeah. I get from that. Yeah. And then America Ferrera. I didn't this, mind that. Ugh. Like it's a terrible color. I don't even know what those. Yeah. I don't love the color. Things are. Yeah. It's just it's a no for me and then my third was and i don't know how to say the name either rosamund Rosamund pike yeah i didn't like that either yeah not sure it's very evil swan looking yeah it's the headpiece though that really kills me yeah even like the length of the dress like that a lot of people had that like t you're going for t length t length well even the background that they're standing in front is all these little flowers so there's probably like a bit of a themey thing going on Mm. you know because it looks like um like i don't know british kind of looking yeah okay cool 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 um we are like so strapped for time so let's quickly go through the rest of our tings okay let me talk about one of my insufferable nuggets well what the fuck we already talked about our insufferable no you got to talk and i didn't get to talk about my insufferable nuggets i i thought your insufferable nugget was your tonsil stone no you wanted to talk about my tonsil stone okay let me get some of this off my chest okay i'll just quickly rhyme them off one accordion blinds okay well shoot me in the face don't put them up okay so i do i my front door is salt is all glass because i wanted to be able to look out onto my beautiful street yeah (laughs) no i wanted to make sure no one was trying to get into my house so i have this window i put the cheap accordion blind it's screwed to my door so it's there turns out it's really like a bug condo is it on the inside or the outside it's the inside of the house oh okay but like fly like random little moths flies like whatever that just exist they go into the holes of the accordion there's no way of getting them out my blind is white you see them when the sun shines through and it's i'm just housing a bunch of bugs 
Who I have to Google this? what an accordion blind looks like to understand. I, d- I just how... called it an accordion blind because it folds like an accordion. Yeah, like I have an idea of what it looks like. Like the edges are open. Whose idea was that? Oh, so it's like two layers folded, and so the edges they go in. They're like holes, so they go into like all these little tubes of the blind. Yeah, and they just stay there. How do you get those out? <gasps> Oh my god, I have a perfect picture of it. Is someone else complaining about this online? No, but like that's the Amazon picture, like yeah. the end of the blinds. And they just get right in there. Oh, anyways. You need almost like a miniature vacuum with like a nozzle to like put it in the... And you don't want to crush them on the inside and it just leaves like a crush smear bug on the inside of your blind. You should clean it out and then put cover the sides so they can't get in but when you fold it up they all fold the all this things fold closed yeah no i get it you would have to keep it down it's it's not a good invention again i don't think they had a round table about it The second one was my tonsil stone. We covered it. Three. Okay. Mike goes to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is rare. It's usually me. But if he's like coming home from work, he'll swing by and pick up some things. So he saw these chicken fingers that were on sale. and Frozen? Frozen. Yes. Frozen chicken fingers. Brings them home. We've never tried this kind before. Cooks them later that night. I'm eating them. And I'm like, well, these are disgusting. Like these are so gross. But they were the cheapest ones at the store, right? These are nasty. But Mike refuses to admit that they're not good because he picked them out and bought them. <laughs> like, are you guys 12? They are the chicken fingers <laughs> where the chicken has like bubbles in it because it's like spongy chicken. Oh, Do you know what yeah. I'm talking about? Like yeah. a chicken McNugget? Like no, you got to get like the real chicken breast. The Jane's yeah. chicken fingers. So anyways, he refuses. Even to this day, he's like, no, they're great. They were great. I'm like, no, they're disgusting. I can see bubbles in the chicken. It was a paste at one time. Like, yeah. Duh. Like it doesn't have the proper texture. Anyways, I had to get that off my chest. Um, Anyways, okay. So your vintage pop culture was the 27 Club. Yeah. Did you read that whole article? It's the most depressing article I've ever read in my life. It was what? Was it Rolling Stone? Yeah, it's on an upper. But I read a different page and they were saying how it's kind of created. Like if you really look at the statistics of musicians that live that kind of lifestyle, like a rough lifestyle, they said the age that they're most likely to pass away is 56. Mm. It's just that the names that actually passed away at 27 were big names and four or five of them were close together. Yeah. So when they started looking though, it goes back to like the 1800s. There's like these artists and and there's lots of people. If you're specifically looking for something, like you're going to be able to find it. And my, so basically this article was a list of all of the famous musician it was mostly musicians but like also Mm -hmm. actors that passed away at age 27 Mm -hmm. mostly through like via suicide or drug overdose Mm -hmm. so like Kurt Cobain Janis Joplin Jimi Hendrix uh Jonathan Brandis which I totally didn't even know Jonathan Brandis who's that he was an actor he was like a child actor oh yeah I just read about that's really sad because he had went and filmed a movie he thought he was like yep. having his comeback because yep. he was like a child star 
filmed a movie they cut all his scenes then he killed himself yeah so sad i wanted to look did you watch the avici documentary Mm -hmm. so my whole thing was like they're listing off all the people that passed away at age 27 but like you said most often it's age 56 if if you actually look at the data and Mm -hmm. i'm sure it's like a range of ages you know it's just there was Mm -hmm. a bunch of noteworthy people that happened to be 27 Mm -hmm. but also what i was thinking about was the difference today when you look at people like Justin Bieber, Shawn Mendes, Louis Capaldi, they're these like major artists that do these massive tours mm-hmm. and they've all just kind of been like fuck off, like I'm not doing it. Like you mean drugs and stuff? No, stopping the tour. Oh, like they just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Like they are struggling, clearly, mm. and stop the tour and, you know, try and Yeah, focus. I don't think, I don't think Jimi Hendrix is going to be like, oh, I'm just, I'm feeling pretty anxious. But that's what I'm saying. It's different now. And I feel like it's good for them, but also it's good for other people to see them being like, I'm actually going to put myself first and not succumb to the pressure of, you know, think about it, like you're employing so many people oh that's all the fans who have booked tickets and like hotels and flights and it's the amount of pressure to continue tour and like doing your celebrity thing like the interviews the press the media like yeah i literally just had to had to record with you at 12 30 and i almost got diarrhea because I was like, oh my God, I have to be there at 1230. Like, yeah. Renee's waiting. Crazy. It's nuts. And so it's interesting to see. Did you watch the Elvis movie? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, he's struggling. Okay, just like pump him with drugs, mm-hmm. like nonstop money, money, and money. put him out on the stage. Mm-hmm. And nowadays people are like, nope. You know who else like just kind of said but no? Dis- mental health wasn't even a, a topic of conversation in those years. No, I know. Yeah. I know. So, so yeah. That's why drugs and alcohol played a big part, right? This yeah. is how people Coped. Yeah, and I think nowadays when you look at like Louis Capaldi, Shawn Mendes, Justin Bieber, they have such close families, mm-hmm, family mm-hmm. units who are so involved. It's really different. Like a lot of those big artists in the 70s and 80s, uh, like some people would argue that they created the music they did because of the struggles that they went through, Mm -hmm. right? Like Janis Joplin, you know, living out of a van, like she wouldn't have created some of these songs without going through these hard things. And some people would argue that it's the the drugs and everything like that created some of these timeless songs. But obviously I don't support drug use. (laughs) Yeah, like, so what are you saying, Liza? Yeah, no, I I know what you're saying, but it's just interesting to see how it's different now Mm -hmm. for the most part. And then I was talking to Sean the other day in our meeting and I was talking about how different the Eras tour is from so many other tours, but that the way Taylor is touring for the Eras tour is so much healthier for an artist. So what's different about it? She will do like four shows in a row and then take like a week off, four shows in a row, a week off. She had shows like beginning of December, then she's off till February, Mm. then she starts it up again. Like it's so spread out. And the thing is though, like not a lot of artists can do a tour like that because it costs too much money. You have to hire like your background dancers, your production team, the people that are setting up the stage. So they can't go work for any other tour or like artist. Mm 
while you're on break. Yeah. And do you know what I'm saying? And really, so Taylor Swift is so big that she can do that. But a lot of the times when an artist is going on tour, it's to promote themselves. So they're trying to like hit all those venues in their prime time to get that audience. Yeah. And also in a short amount of time. So it costs less money Mm -hmm. because basically you have all these people hired for X number of years, but for half the time, they're probably not even working, but they can't go work somewhere else. Right. You got to So you have to be paying them Mm -hmm. enough, you know? Anyways, it's just interesting. And it's like, if only everybody could have millions and millions and millions of tour dollars. like that then maybe Shawn Mendes would be back he was in Canada not go too fund long ago. me Shawn Mendes <laughs> yeah <laughs> no he could probably do it if he wanted to a hundred percent like he's big enough yeah I, I literally know nothing about his uh status he so. was in Canada I saw him in the snow on his Instagram and then was I was sliding no but he was mm-hmm. like in shorts in the snow like out of a I don't know. Tub. I don't know. He was sliding oh, in shorts, go. though. He's crazy like that. Anyways, okay, quickly, let's do my stories. We'll probably have to cut this down so that it's not nine hours long. My vintage pop culture story, and I put up a sticker on Instagram, and I was like, what are some vintage pop culture stories that you guys want to hear? And somebody was like, the Ikea monkey. And I was like, oh what? My God. I don't even remember this happening. But 10 years ago, a little monkey. You don't monkey, remember the Ikea monkey? When I saw his picture, I was like, oh my God, I recognize this monkey. But I don't... It's not like I'm like, oh, I remember where I was when this monkey was found in Ikea. Like, I don't remember it being a thing, but apparently it was so viral. Yeah. He's like celeb. The things that I wanted to say about it was, okay, this is what happened 10 years ago. This was in North York. So GTA Toronto. That's not Grand Theft Auto. It's greater Toronto area. A little monkey wearing a coat, like the cutest little fucking coat in the world. Yellow coat. And a diaper. No, it's like a, it's like a khaki colored coat and it's got like fur lining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. (laughs) It's so cute. Anyways, he was seven months old and somebody had him illegally as a pet Hmm. in the car in the parking lot. They were like, hold on little dude I gotta go in and get something from Ikea yeah Mm -hmm. and so he was in the car poor little guy sneaks out of the car goes into Ikea and then some people that worked at Ikea found him and they were like what the fuck like there's a monkey in a coat and a diaper in Ikea yeah his name's Darwin looking for his owner isn't that the cutest thing and so in my mind I was like if you're a monkey and you escape out of a car in a parking lot how do you have the wherewithal like did he watch his owner go into the store and so he's following where she went okay let's rewind no i'm dead you know how smart monkeys are right yeah i'm sure that's what happened that monkey was probably like go in there it probably (laughs) built a dresser or something when it was in there like monkeys are smart yeah okay because in my mind i was like you think he would like if a dog gets out of a car it's not going in the store a dog would run into a highway exactly okay so they don't even compare a monkey is like one step away from us yeah and we are geniuses yeah so you can just imagine so anyways he goes into the store and obviously they contacted authorities or whatever he's now in a sanctuary he's still there i'm like he's in ontario like somewhere nearby i want to go check him out it's in sunderland Ontario like a monkey sanctuary um Mm -hmm. apparently like it was hard for him to join with other monkeys because he was imprinted on humans like he was illegally purchased by this woman Mm. the thing that shocked me was that she was fined 240 dollars for having an illegal monkey what like way to like did you think it was gonna be more yeah oh obviously she was taking good care of it it had a sick coat on a diaper (laughs) 
I know. I know. But still, like, where do you draw the line of like having an illegal animal? Like if you're good, if you're trying to crack down on illegal animal yeah, I trade. Think case by case is really important here. You know, some guy's got a bunch of orangutans in cages in his basement. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's nail that guy. This woman just happens to go to Ikea. Her little baby monkey gets out. Like, give her a break. You know? Where do you draw the line though? Like what laws are laws. So if I'm speeding because I'm going to shit my pants, the cop's going to be like, okay, case by case. Like a law is a law. Sometimes police do that. There's always yeah, judgment. It's individual. Involved. I know. But when it comes to like, once it's put through the system, like a law um, is a law. Yeah. I'm going to say there was probably a, a range they could have charged her and they went with the lower. Oh, perhaps. Yeah. Perhaps. Like, you know, if she had a tiger on a leash, maybe that's a bigger fine. I don't know. Yeah. And then it just got me thinking about how like pets are fucking weird. Like sometimes I stare at bubbles and I'm like, why the fuck are you here? Like why? Mm. Like you shed all over the house. Like I pick up your shit. Like you pee. You know what's even more? sad what bubbles doesn't exist without humans like that animal is not natural in this world right someone created bubbles so pre could cuddle him on the couch literally (laughs) he can't survive in the wild like he's not he's not a real animal like he's been manufactured so that you will go spend thousands of dollars on him but it's fucking weird i know i have two snorting pugs right beside me they don't exist in the wild either louise can't even go pee outside because it's too cold it's so weird to me and you know it like made me think there's lots of vegans and people who are like animal activists that Mm -hmm. think owning pets is not right like it's wrong yeah mike going to PetSmart and he sees the fish oh my god even that no that breaks my heart sad existence it breaks my heart it really does and we just had fish and i was like i feel like a fucking like i don't feel good about the fish poppy just saw her first hamster at PetSmart Mm. the other day and she was like loving it like she was standing there touching the glass and everything looking at it and mike i think had to walk away Because he was just like, oh my God, like that hamster's probably going to be here for like ever. Yeah. I know it's so, it's just bizarre. Yeah. The worst one's a bird. I used to own a bird, remember? Uh-huh. Oh, that yeah, the I'll bird that again. I had to take to the freaking vet. vet to be euthanized. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't do it. Driving in my car with a freaking bird cage with a blanket over it, like panicking. Like you think I don't have anxiety? Oh, and remember the vet told you like these birds are just bred for people to put in cages. Like they don't actually exist. Like that little finch that I had yeah, was again, like I said, manufactured by humans to have like those colors and be like attractive, you know, but they don't have any purpose in the world except be in a cage for people. And after I learned that, I'm like, never again. So sad. What was his name? Larry Bird. Larry Bird. Larry Bird. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, Okay. My more current story, and I... Like, I'm not a Kelly Clarkson, like, fanatic. It's starting to sound like it. Uh, I know. Like, what the fuck? Like, I haven't heard anything about Kelly Clarkson since, what, 2002? I know. And now all of a sudden, I'm, like, on the Kelly Clarkson train. Anyways, yeah. I saw this thing come up on social media. It was, like, an article about how she said she's not going to let her kids have social media till they're 18. And in my mind, I was, like, fucking right. Mm-hmm. Okay? Previously, Matthew McConaughey was in the news for his son finally got social media when he was 15. Mm-hmm. And everybody was, like, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, he He was on talk shows quite a bit, like talking about it. And 18, even better. I'm obsessed. I am obsessed. Even better. Okay. Here are my thoughts about this. Number one, social media is terrible. Yeah. Even if you remove the possibility of predators or you're considering like safety issues with your child being on social media, like just remove those. 
Pretend that's not even considered. It's still brutal for adults. And so now imagine for kids. In this, it's such like a sensitive, important time of life. Those years, let's say between like 12 and 19. Mm -hmm. It's just not good. Sure, you're going to find a few benefits like here and there. What? Like education purposes, like connection for people who are like have social anxiety and maybe don't feel like they're connecting with people in person. Like there are few and far between. Yeah. Usually the social anxiety comes after the social media, not yeah. not as a benefit, you know? Like usually people start to not want to be around other people because they're used to just leaving a comment and not having a conversation about anything. It's crazy. I know. I know. Mm -hmm. It's nuts. So I was reading this article and in 2023, which was literally like a month ago, the Surgeon General asked for urgent action by policymakers and tech companies and researchers and so on to have kind of like regulations in place when it comes to social media Mm -hmm. and children. In my mind, I'm just like, "Mm." like we know that it's terrible. Mm-hmm. And I feel so bad for kids who right now are early 20s, 19, 20, like that age, because we didn't know back then. Right. It was just kind of like, everybody's doing it. Everybody's on it. Like, what's the big deal? You're a little bit like afraid of predators, but you're like, oh, like my kid will tell me. Mm-hmm. I'll just trust that that's not going to happen. But it's not even about that. Like I said, like remove that from the equation. It's about like mental health and becoming addicted. Yeah, self-image, self-esteem, becoming Mm -hmm. addicted to your phone. It's the same with screen time and kids. You are replacing time where you could do beneficial activities with your phone. So Mm -hmm. instead of going out and playing basketball or like being bored with your friend and coming up with some fucking thing, like yeah, exactly, you're literally just scrolling on your phone consuming 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 it drives me nuts like i go to the mall pre and i like sit down in the food court there's like a table of let's say five 13 14 year old girls Mm -hmm. just on their phones like this sitting in the mall like you came to the mall to fucking sit on your phone in the food court yeah and they're probably texting each other snapchatting 100 percent. but the whole thing is like the surgeon general is like urging people to make these changes it's like just fucking do it somebody do something and slowly i saw that they're making there's like um they're trying to introduce a ban in the u.s so that kids can't set up an account until they're 13 what the fuck move that to like 18 like what does that mean they have to click a button that says they're 18 i know i know that's a joke i know that is a joke and i don't know how you feel about this but i'm just gonna say it when do we just tell the parents it's their responsibility no and i think a lot of parents are starting to do that which is why i love these things that are coming out about celebrities who are being like i'm not letting my kids on social media Mm -hmm. because then i think it like opens the conversation and makes other parents feel empowered to do that because when you have a kid like you feel so shitty to think that like all their friends are doing this thing and they're like left out like i get that but i'm so much more focused on I'm going to make you so confident that if they leave you out, you're going to be like, fuck you. I'm going to start my own thing. Like that's where I'm at. That's how I hope. Anyways, growing up, kids get left out. Like this happens to most kids at some point. This is a thing you go through. This is life. You will be isolated at some point. How you deal with it is the more important piece. So give your kids those tools, how to deal with that problem and then move on. Like then they're better for it. 
You yeah, know? I think in the long term, it's like, oh, yeah, okay. But in the moment, like, it's fucking hard. I haven't had to deal with it yet, but... I just told mom yesterday she came over to visit Poppy. And I was like, sometimes I just tell her no, and I have no reason. I just say no. Yeah. Because I just want her to hear it. <laughs> sometimes I decide something, and, like, it really doesn't matter. But I'm like, no, like, this is a learning point. Like, when we went to the, yeah, exactly. the Guelph hockey game, Milo started acting not nice. Mm-hmm. And, oh, pre-bought, like, a 50 50 ticket and he was like give me in i want it and pre put it in his pocket he's like no you can't have it and he was like mm-hmm. like wouldn't stop wouldn't stop and i was like let's go get up we're leaving we just mm-hmm. left yeah he exactly. fucking lost his mind and i was good. like good yeah fuck around and find out yeah exactly <laughs> poppy's like dinos dinos i'm like oh yeah no we already played dinos so we're not doing that again <laughs> So anywho, it drives me nuts. Like how much research does there have to be on how fucking terrible this is for teenagers before you make a law? It's making too much money. We can't go into a store when we're 15 and buy cigarettes because it physically is not good for us. Yeah. So follow suit for social media. Now I will add to this. One thing that has also changed at the same time as social media becoming so prominent in people's Mm -hmm. lives is the family structure. Like look how we grew up. I know. Parent at home. Mom didn't work. She like did everything 24-7. I know. Parents didn't have phones in their hands. Mm -hmm. It was a whole thing. Like the actual way people function nowadays and families is completely different. I know. If you stop and really think about it, I was just talking to mom about this yesterday. Think about it. Because like I'm sitting on the couch, mom's over, we're having a coffee and we're talking. My phone's, whatever, it's face down on the couch beside me, but it's there. If I get up to go pee, I'm taking it with me. Fucking drives me nuts. I know. Like why this device is just lingering over you and controlling every part of your day. I'm so ready to just kick it old school. 90s style. I want a house phone. Ring me up. Okay. If you want to talk to me. I know. I'm so done with it. And like just I was telling mom put your phone on the focus. You know on on iPhones you can put the focus and you just put it to sleep or like whatever and you block all the sounds and notifications. I said do that. Why does everyone have to have access to you 24-7? I know. And my phone has been on silent for years. I never put the volume on my phone Mm -hmm. unless I'm out and about shopping and it's in my bag and I'm I put it the volume on in case Pri tries to call me or like the school, but I don't want to carry it around anymore. Mm -hmm. It drives me nuts that Pri and I will be sitting there and I'll be like, when was Bubbles grooming appointment again? And it's like, pick up the phone. Like, let me go check. Like talking about something like, oh yeah, what was he in again? Let me look that up. Yeah, let me check. Let me check. I know. Every conversation has like 10 Googles. Like you have to like pull up your phone every two fucking seconds. I know. know. And I'm always on Pri now about like the phone. He's going to get so fucking sick of me because I literally want to get a box that you put it in put it on the island or like the counter and from the time you get home from work unless you're on call Mm -hmm. when you get home from work until i go up to bed like to read my kindle like phones are in the fucking box Mm -hmm. i don't want the phone out when milo's in the tub i don't want the phone out when we're like doing bedtime routine i don't want it in our hands next to us like get it out yeah and you're not missing out on anything no you really aren't but like and subscribe follow like subscribe subscribe, please follow us please um but because it's my job like it's so that's really hard it's uh 
I know. And That's part of tough. me is like, I'm just. But you're uh, you're slightly different because you're not a consumer per se. I'm not. If you're reading something on your phone, it's probably an article about Taylor Swift or something. Yeah. It's not like you're you're doom scrolling on TikTok. Mm-mm. I know. I do not consume at all. But I'll go on and like scroll for two seconds, watch somebody's stories that I'm actually friends with in real life. There's nobody that I really keep up with their stories 24 seven. Like, I don't know. It just doesn't make me feel good. Like I don't I just have like no it. interest in it. Like for TikTok example, I looked up tonsil stone removal and then mm. I get to see a bunch of people with tonsil stones. Okay, good. But then it's away, you know, I'm not yeah. using it anymore. I always am like looking something up specific that like came up in my day. Mm-hmm. If people want to follow a really good account for smartphones and kids and like information and research and stuff by a physician, it's the smartphone effect on Instagram. She was on my podcast. That's our family doctor, actually. Oh, nice. She was on the podcast talking about that because that's what she has like a huge interest in smartphones and kids. She sees so many people in her office who are struggling with phones. Mm-hmm. It's so sad. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so people like just do something and I'm sure something is going to change but I just hope it's like quickly sooner than later yeah yeah I know. okay quick tv book oh, recap did yes. I write anything down I thought we were gonna oh skip my this. god okay no 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 so let's go I'm so excited about my show okay what is it okay don't make fun of me because I'll be mad it's called science fair yeah and it's I've heard of it thing. yeah because I sent you the trailer okay so oh, there's only been one episode the next episode 9 p.m on sunday national geographic okay is this a legit like it's a documentary? legit it follows a bunch of high school students all around the world trying to get to the world science fair okay oh my these God. kids are geniuses i'm talking they discovered another way to make gasoline they're curing cancer cells i couldn't even make a grilled cheese when i was in high school so i don't even know they're like working in labs and they're so into it like they're so american? dedicated it's it's an american show but it okay. has people from all over the place cool so interesting you know need to watch it because i want to talk about it every week where are you watching it prime prime okay amazon prime is that what you have to share with us today yeah it's the best and reacher obviously what is that oh my god also prime okay it's just like a series about a guy who was in the military but he's like he's just a drifter this season in particular is about his military buddies that were all in a group start dying and so he's going after the people that are going after them Mm. and he's like this giant super good looking muscular mom watches it only because he's the actor i'm gonna google this guy right now he's gorge but you know what's interesting i i'm really like one of my 2024 goals is to like watch more tv and be more involved in that kind of stuff because i do really enjoy it and i think my phone is literally why i don't have the attention span like i can't follow something it's like i need to put my phone away and like sit down and i've been doing it recently like i watched the golden globes hello Mm -hmm. so oh yeah you see him yeah i know that guy i don't it's not my it's i not can't my say he's like a, a fantastic actor but you can watch it because like it's that nice is to watch not him. my kind of guy at all okay well like no way what is this actor's name he's just not my um i know he's very like gi joe yeah like here's liza her like dream guy is jay baruchel yeah and this he's guy still, he's still nice to look at like i can appreciate his physique this guy mm. No, not for me. Oh, you have to watch the show because his one-liners and stuff like, oh boy. Okay. Um. Anyways, what I was going to say is, do you remember, I used to be so into shows. Remember the show Homeland? Yeah. 
unreal that is like one of the most popular shows in the world and you're asking if i remember it that because you know what i try and think back to the time where i was binge watching homeland Mm. it was like one of the greatest times of my life it was good bloodline also solid unreal ozark that's another good one. Oh yeah the first season or two of narcos narcos yeah there's lots of different like spin-offs of, of narcos yeah. that are good too okay so my tv movie stuff so below deck is back on it was not on for like two or three weeks because of the holidays so we watched the most recent episode last night who's the captain sandy yeah so we watched we're like up to date on that now that's back so i'm happy but again it's like only one a week vanderpump rules starts january 30th buckle your fucking seatbelts, people i can't wait i'm so excited obviously we're gonna have to talk about every single episode you know what's gonna be annoying though is that i feel like they've all just kind of forgot and they just accepted sandoval back into the friend group and it's just gonna like carry on i hope that is what happens there's still gonna be like tension and drama and all that stuff but you know what is actually really crazy is that tom and ariana still live in the same house really yeah are they just battling over it or well so i think she wants to it's it's hard right because with real estate like they purchased the house they went 50 50 purchased the house like years ago with the way real estate has gone up like blah 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 so let's say like ariana wants to leave the house so she wants tom to pay her out but he's like i'm only gonna pay you what you put in x number of years ago but now the real estate is worth Mm -hmm. so much more so Mm -hmm. it's like so unless they both decide to just sell the house and split the profit it's equally like what do you do mm-hmm. it's just like kind of at a standstill and they just like live in the same house i'd be getting the hell out Fucking of there nuts everyone is talking about not everyone i listened to giggly squad and they were talking about the movie salt burn oh my god mom's all about it what is it oh, a movie yeah. or a show it's a movie apparently it's like so fucked up and like so There's insane. very weird scenes but mom says that in the last like two minutes okay so she starts the conversation going the last two minutes of that movie i could watch that 20 times over it's just so good it wraps it all up all this whatever five minutes later in this in the same conversation she goes so the last two minutes it's him dancing around the mansion butt naked his willies just flying all over the place i'm like that's the part that you're gonna watch 20 times over like that's actually what it was she's like yeah he's just really giving it i'm like okay oh my god there's scenes that like I started watching it and then I had to shut it off I got too uncomfortable and I was watching it alone and yeah I was so uncomfortable Paige was saying she was watching it alone it was like Saturday afternoon she's like oh I guess I'll put on a movie and she was like whoever made this movie is fucking sick <laughs> like sick and I'm like what is this movie about and then I read the premise and I was like looking at the cast and everything like Jacob Elordi like hello you can't get the feel for it until you watch it and you live the scene or the scenes there's more than okay one. so I'm gonna I'm going to watch this movie am I gonna be like uncomfortable watching it with my husband like well you I don't know probably not you're kind of weird like that pre will be uncomfortable though that's for <laughs> sure pre will definitely be uncomfortable <laughs> I need to see this movie. Like, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's special. It's something. I haven't crazy. seen Mom's favorite part yet, but Do you I've know- seen the other parts. <laughs> Do you know who Jacob Elordi is? No, is that the main guy? I don't know who the main guy is. Hmm. I just know he's in the movie, but I don't think he's the rich guy. He's the guy that his friend, I guess. I couldn't even tell you what what it's about because I just got so um. So how much of it did you watch? 
up until this what they call the vampire scene and then i i was like all right I'm, which is uh, like is approximately good. how many minutes into i couldn't even tell you like i'm just like kind of I, once it started playing i was like like i don't know it must it might have been 10 minutes it might have been half an hour i don't know how much time do i have before i have to get milo like i'm literally gonna go watch this movie right now i don't know if you'll make it through to be honest i'm just gonna go watch the last two minutes because everyone loves the dance and willie <laughs> <laughs> on that note thank you everybody so much for listening we'll catch you next time toodaloo bye